You're listening to the Daily Sweat Podcast, where we are all about doing something that makes you sweat every single day. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Daily Sweat Podcast. I have a fairly short episode for you today, um, but it's an episode that I feel is really important for me to share because I've been having a lot of conversations with people in the last little while. I have some really exciting stuff that I'm working on behind the scenes, and I've been reaching out to lots of people, asking for feedback, seeing where people are struggling, and Some of the common struggles that have come up from people in their business, I feel like many of us who regularly consume content in the form of podcasts or blog posts or social media information, I feel like this is something that we can relate to as well. And that problem is information overload. So what is information overload? Information overload is exactly what it sounds like. It's the overload of information. We have access to any kind of information we could possibly even think of. If I have a question, I can have that question answered within seconds, thanks to good old Google. If I have a problem that I'm working through in my business, I can find a podcast episode right away that is going to give me a bunch of info on how to work through it. If I am wanting to learn something new about astrology or what's going on in the stars, I can pull up podcasts about that. We basically have the answer to every single question that we have available to us at our fingertips. Some of those answers are more readily available, but the answers are all there. So if we have all of the answers, if we have every single exercise program, diet plan, accompanying accompanying meal plans, recipes, and shopping lists. If there are business building blueprints and roadmaps and content creation strategies all available at our fingertips, why are so many people feeling stuck and like they don't know how to move forward? And it's because of this information overload. We consume and we consume and we consume without knowing how to put what we consume into practice. We have all of this information, but what do we do with it all? And I can speak from experience. You know, I love listening to podcasts. And when I'm cooking, when I'm cleaning, when I'm walking, when I'm driving, I, in the past, have always had podcasts on. It's really easy to become consumed with consuming because we feel as though we are doing something for our personal growth and our development, um, the advancement of our hobbies, our passions, our careers. We can do all of that through listening to podcasts, through attending webinars that pertain to a topic that we want to learn more about, through following people who are knowledgeable about our areas of interest on social media. All of those things are great things that can contribute to our growth, but, and there is a big but, we actually have to do something with that information that we consume. It's not enough to pull all of those thoughts and ideas and things into our minds because our brains are already busy and we're just making them more busy by adding on more things. And what that does is it leads to us feeling overwhelmed. Should I listen to expert A? Or should I listen to expert B who seems just as knowledgeable but has a completely different theory? Should I do this first or should I do that? Should I go back and redo everything that I've already done because this podcaster has suggested a different way? We start to question ourselves. We start to not trust our own instincts and to 
think that what we have done or what we have thought in the past is no longer relevant when actually that's not the case. So what I want to do is I want to help you with a couple really simple strategies to put all of this knowledge that you are consuming into practice and to how to discern what pieces of knowledge are actually for you and what are not. And hopefully how to reduce the overwhelm that comes from having all of this knowledge available. Because like, let's be real here. Information is great. Learning things is great. I love sharing thoughts and ideas. I love teaching. I love bringing people on the show and sharing amazing concepts and inspiring stories with you. But I don't want to share and teach solely for the sake of sharing and teaching. I want to make sure that you actually get value from the things that you consume, whether you are consuming content from me or somebody else. I want you to feel inspired and to have something resonate with you and for you to then understand how you can go and fit that into your life and to go and do that. Maybe not immediately, but soon, because if we leave it too long, we're probably going to forget. Let's be real. So we're just going to dive right in. I want you to think about your behavior as a podcast listener. Are you somebody who will put on a podcast episode and sit down and take notes while you're listening or jot down your thoughts? Or are you the type of person who tends to passively consume a podcast, like while you're cooking or cleaning or walking or something like that? I am definitely of the latter type. I love that podcasts allow me to be a little bit more productive with my time. Um, I guess I like to multitask. And as much as I like to talk about being focused and present and in the moment, I multitask when I'm doing those kind of little mundane things by listening to podcasts. So how do you typically consume podcasts? Think about that for a moment. Now, if you are the type of person who takes notes while you're listening to podcast episodes, I would encourage you, if you're not already, to take action on those notes. If something resonates with you, find a way to practice it. But if you're passively listening to a podcast for purely educational purposes, if something comes up, make note of what resonated with you. So to give you an example, um, there's a podcast I love called Ghost of a Podcast by Jessica Lanyato. She will answer a question. She's an astrologist, and she will answer a listener's question that's based around astrology, and then she'll give an astrological forecast for the week ahead. I listen to that not for the advancement of my personal or business growth, but just to know what's going on in the cosmos that week. So I personally, I like to listen, and then I just kind of leave it at that. I don't feel like I need to take that information and put it to work. Whereas there's another podcast that I love called the Mind Your Business Podcast with James Wedmore. And that is a business podcast, but more focused around mindset and a lot of the woo-woo stuff. And I like to listen to his podcast because I get a lot of relevant information and strategies that I could try in my own life and business. So When I'm listening to Ghost of a Podcast, I listen, I love it, and then I let it go. But when I listen to the Mind Your Business podcast, even if I'm walking or doing dishes or folding my laundry, if something comes up where I'm like, oh, that is good and I need to try that, I'll just pull open the notes app on my phone, make a note of it, and then put a reminder on my phone to do whatever I need to do with that thing. So maybe that it, maybe he shared a specific thing that I could try. I will put a reminder in my phone to schedule time in to try that thing. 
Or maybe it's an idea that really resonates with me and it's something that I want to get a little bit more clarity on. See how that idea fits with my life, if at all. I will still make that note in my phone and I will then, when it's next, when it's the next time that I go and do my journaling, I'll journal about it a little bit more or I'll go and do a little bit more research and see if this thing is really relevant to me and my life and where I'm currently at. So if you're not already doing that, if you're just listening to podcast after podcast for idea after idea, stop and get those ideas out of the podcast sphere and out of your brain and onto paper or onto your digital calendar or whatever it may be so that you can actually do something with those ideas. Because if we're constantly taking in ideas and we're thinking, wow, that's great. And then I put on the next podcast episode, I'm going to forget about the thing that I just thought was great when the next great thing comes up. So get all of those things out. That's the first or one of my big pieces of advice is to anything that seems relevant to you, make sure that you make it easy for yourself to follow up on that item or piece of content or idea. I would also really um, encourage you to consider setting boundaries for yourself. And this is something that I started doing at towards the end of 2018. And I am doing, still doing a lot of it now. And in I believe it was either November or December, I just stopped listening to podcasts, which was hard for me because I listened to a lot of podcasts, but I found myself almost like obsessively listening to episodes, looking for that thing that would solve the problem I was dealing with or the thing that would like be the one thing to tip the scales for me. And I had to take a step back because in a lot of podcasts, Even if there's not an overt promotion, a lot of podcast hosts do have a business, usually pertaining to what they are podcasting about. So there are some podcasts in particular, and they, it's, don't get me wrong, these are super, super valuable podcasts, and I love the information that I get from them, but the hosts are also really strategic, and they know that by sharing information in a certain way on their show, it can lead you to feel as though you don't necessarily have an answer that you need. And if you keep listening to their show or if you buy one of their programs, you will get that answer. And again, absolutely nothing wrong with that. We have businesses. It's totally fine for someone to find ways to promote their business and show the value that they can offer. But I found myself constantly feeling as though I I didn't know what I was doing. When in actuality, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I, I know what I'm doing to an extent. Like there, I have so many unanswered questions and I don't have a complete roadmap, but I got like a general idea of where I'm going and what I'm going to try to get myself there. So I put myself on a podcast detox and it was really, really beneficial for me. I started to get a lot more connected to my own intuition with my business again. I was able to just think for myself a lot more clearly, and there was much less overwhelm than I had been experiencing before. There was a lot less information overload. So maybe you need a podcast fast. Maybe you don't. Maybe just some simple boundaries could work for you. If you are of the type who is listening to show after show, looking for idea after idea, Could you try to limit the amount of podcasts that you listen to? Could you set a, almost like a rule for yourself? I know we don't like rules a whole lot, so choose whatever word works for you. But 
could you make it so that when you find an idea that resonates with you or something that you want to try, that you not go and look for another podcast about that thing until you try that idea that you just came across? You could say, I will not listen to another show until I try XYZ or until I look into XYZ further. And then you do whatever you need to do with that piece of information that really stuck out with you. You either run with it or you leave it. And then you go back to listening to podcast episodes again. So sometimes it's not about the all or nothing, like going from listening to all the podcasts to none of the podcasts, but it's about finding that happy medium and understanding what your limits for information overload are and finding ways to make sure that you are actually getting some valuable use of the things that you are coming across. And then of course, as I said before, if something does resonate with you, dig deeper into it, journal your thoughts about it, find out why that thing resonated with you. What chord did it strike and why? How is this relevant in your journey? How can it help you move forward or process what has happened in the past? Basically do something with that information. I have a lot of people in my community who have told me before, oh, you know, XYZ show really resonated with me. I love it when so-and-so said this. And then that's that. I know because I know them that they don't do anything further with that information in their lives. It's inspiring. And then they move on to the next thing. Inspiration is great, but inspiration alone does not lead to meaningful change in your life. It is up to you to then take action upon that thing that inspired you. It's up to you to do something with that information to make that change in your life. We become so dependent upon being motivated and being inspired and thinking that when we find those things, that will allow us to change our circumstances or to change that thing that we're not happy about. But in actuality, it's not the inspiration or the motivation. It's the action. And action has to come from within. So sure, we can use inspiration and motivation as kind of a launching pad for that action. But just because a sense of motivation is there for a few hours or a few days, or because you feel inspired when you listen to something, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to take action on it. And sometimes we're just not in the habit of taking action. We just kind of forget about that. So if that's you... Don't beat yourself up about it or anything, but do something about that. Do something with the thing that you found inspiring. So that's all I got for you today, friends. Like I said, a short episode, but I really just want to make sure that all of the things that I share are contributing to your life in a positive way in some way, shape, or form. And I should actually refrain that. I don't think that everything that I share needs to help you specifically along your journey. I hope it helps somebody, but I'm sure there are going to be things that I share that you're like, "Mm, nope, that's not for me. I'll come back next week and see if the next thing is for me. And that's totally fine. But I hope that you, in your own world of consumption and the different things that you are consuming and resources that you go to on a regular basis, I hope that you are getting value beyond the inspiration or beyond that new piece of knowledge that just sits in your brain and doesn't go anywhere. I hope that you can use the things that content creators and teachers and educators put out to enhance your life because I can't speak for everybody, but I'm pretty sure I can speak for the vast majority of them when I say that we put these things out there because we want them to enhance your life. We don't want to just give you more things to 
be able to talk about with somebody. Sure, having meaningful conversations about different topics and ideas is great, but we actually want to help you change your life. We want to help you improve your circumstances in one way, but we can't do that unless you actually do something with the information that we share. So I hope you found that helpful. I hope that, you know, maybe there are not a ton of action steps from today. Actually, I think there are in terms of, you know, making a note uh, in your calendar and your phone about things that resonated with you and things you need to try and dig deeper upon. But I hope that moving forward, when you listen to these podcast episodes that I put out, or when you read something that I post on social media, or you watch a video that I share, that if you feel drawn to something, that you can then take that something a little bit further into your life and use it to your benefit. So my friends, I will leave you with that and I will wrap it up with one quick ask. If you have been positively impacted by this show in any way, shape, or form, it would really mean a lot to me if you would go over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't think Spotify has the option to do this, but I know definitely iTunes and I think Google Podcasts. And if you would leave an honest review, I'm not asking for a five-star review, I'm asking for an honest review. Let potential listeners know what you like about the show. Let them know why you tune in on a regular basis because those reviews really do help the growth of the show. And I want this show to grow because I'm having amazing conversations with some really inspiring people who I know can help a lot of listeners. And the more people we can get to listening to the show, the more lives we can positively impact. And your review does make a difference iTunes has an algorithm and when there are more positive reviews, it your show shows up in the searches more often. So it does make a difference. So if you feel called to do that, I would be super, super, super appreciative. And yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here before I ramble on too much longer. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found today's little quickie episode helpful. As always, I appreciate your time and your energy and for the fact that you allow me to hang out in between your ears each week. I'll be back with you next week with another great interview here on the Daily Sweat Podcast. Have a great day.